quick recap last week's episode um i spoke heavily on how you know god keeping god at the center of our life is a fuel for purpose if god is not at the center of your life if god is not your first priority if you are not building your relationship with god if you are not cultivating your relationship with god you will burn out you will get overwhelmed by life in itself you know there are times where you get hit by so many things so many obstacles in the way whether it is you know a sickness you are enduring with you know you're dealing with whether it is you know keeping up with bail payments whether it is debt whether it is school whether whatever the case may be there's so many things that's hitting you sometimes all at once and when that happens you could get greatly discouraged from seeking your purpose from pursuing the purpose that God has for your life but when God is in fact the center of your life he is there you know ready to you know empower you ready to you know anoint you to do whatever it is that you he has called you to do um to do whatever it is that you are in need of doing um you know Y'all, it's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood, and I'm coming to you with the second episode of this new series titled Fuels for Purpose. And I'm truly looking forward to this new episode. But before I go ahead and get right to it, I just wanted to really take this time and to acknowledge the passing of NBA star Kobe Bryant. On January 26th, the legendary player passed away. Um, alongside his daughter after a horrible, tragic helicopter crash um, this past Sunday. And I have to say, the news, when the news broke, I didn't really believe it. I thought it was a hoax. And um, I remember at the time, um, those who were near me did not yet know of the news. I had to make sure that it was true. And um, while I was just researching, you know, different news outlets, and I realized every every one of them were saying the same that Kobe Bryant passed away. And I have to tell you, the whole week has been kind of a blur. Um, and I know that it has hit, you know, the whole world um, with a great shock. Like nobody really expected this to happen. I mean, death in itself, you know, nobody expect when exactly it would hit them. Um, especially someone like Kobe Bryant. You know, I remember I was watching a clip with his daughter. Um, Gigi who also passed um, they were at a game and they were just happy and having fun and just having a wonderful father-daughter moment and then fast forward um, this week they would be they would be gone and so it's it's like God to really give me you know a series that's titled Fuels for Purpose especially when certain things like this would occur at the time of this series and again it's so it's so ironic too that the second episode of this series is is going to be me talking to you all about time and how we can literally use time as a fuel for purpose and um I just want you guys you know um I've been doing that too I've been keeping the family in prayer I just want you to take the time man to really keep the Bryant family in prayer even if you never knew them personally but you could just try to imagine, you know, what pain 
um, his wife is going through right now. And not just his wife. I mean, it wasn't just Kobe who was on the helicopter. He was his daughter and so many other people, you know, were on the helicopter that tragically crashed on Sunday. And so many people are mourning the loss of a mother, of a sister, of a father, of a brother, of an uncle. And so let's just keep the, 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 the members of the families in prayers that they've left behind um, because it's really a tough situation for them. And so without further ado, I just want to go ahead and um, just talk about time. Um, the title of our series, right? Fuels for Purpose. Um, just a quick recap. Last week's recap of last week's episode we talked heavily about God God being the center of our life you know when God is in the center of our life he is in fact is going to give us the fuel that we need for purpose to keep on going because you know in life man you are going to be hit with so many different obstacles you are going to face so many different challenges and sometimes you're getting hit with those challenges all at once and when that happens you could feel so overwhelmed that you completely just stop. You completely just stop pursuing your goals. You completely stop trying to pursue your goals um, and, and, and stop really, you know, wanting better for yourself because you're like, man, what's the point for me to even try if I'm faced with this obstacle, if I'm faced with this difficulty, is if all of these people, you know, are giving me a hard time, etc. And so when we abide in Christ, that is absolutely the number one thing we ought to do in the first place, because we know that God, he is indeed the truest source um, that we will ever need because he provides all of our needs. Um, and so how do we, in fact, keep God at the center of our life? Like we explained on last week's episode, you know, you have to read the word. You have to meditate on the word. You have to pray to him. You know, you have to realize that God, he is not a mystical creature. He's a real person. Tell God about all of your dreams, all of your goals. Tell God, you know, what's going on in your heart, what's going on in your mind, what's troubling you. What are your worries? Bring it to him. Bring it to him in prayer. Um, be in continual prayer with the Lord. Um, don't just, you know, pray on Sundays, but have a lifestyle of prayer, have a lifestyle of just meditating on the word of God. And if necessary, take the time to, to fast, you know, take the time to, to fast from food or fast from social media, just so that you can, you know, um, be able to be clear on certain things, um, in order to take the next steps that you know that you need to take to, um, pursue your purpose and to do what it is that you have to do. And so for this episode, um, episode two of the series, um, I want to talk about time and how we can really use time as a fuel for purpose. Now, I just want to quickly share this. Um, when was this? It happened this week. I'm not sure if it was Wednesday, but it, it happened in the middle of this week. Um, I was on social media. I was um, on Facebook and I saw this I saw this lady, she posted this thing concerning time. And mind you, it's after the whole, you know, um, the passing of Kobe Bryant. So even until now, when you go on Facebook or when you go on Instagram, wherever you go, you see a lot of people posting about time and about death and, you know, how, you know, tomorrow is not promised and stuff like that. And she posted and said that time is not on our side. And when she posted and said time is not on our side, I was like, wow, 
what are the odds i'm going to be talking about time for the second episode of the series and here i have someone say you know time is not on our side and i really took that time to just really um answered or rather reply to her comment i'm not sure if she ever you know commented what i had to say on what I had to say, but, um, I was just telling her, you know, time is a gift from God, you know, um, time is in fact on our side. It's not that time is like our enemy. It's not that we don't have enough time because clearly all of us have the same measure of time. Okay. There's 24 hours in a day. So all of us have the same measure of time. But the thing is we tend to feel like time is not on our side because we usually waste time rather than using it. And that's literally what I commented um, underneath her post. I said, you know, we usually waste time rather than using it. What do I mean by that? You know, I, I, I think the statement speaks for itself. What I mean by that, you know, um, just to give you a better picture, better view is that, you know, time is so precious. But at, at the same time, we fail to see time is precious until it's removed from us. And there's so many different ways that time can be removed from us, right? Time can be removed from someone. For example, God forbid, they end up dying. So it's over. Okay, there's no more time for them. Now they're, they're in eternity. Either they're in, in eternal peace or they're in eternal damnation. For others, for example, when you clock into work, that's a way that you um, can measure time. That's the way that you can say, well, I have finished. I have completed my shift at work today. And so whatever you weren't able to do, you know, within that time frame, you can't make up for it for that day because that shift day is over. That work shift is over. And so we measure time by a lot of things. We measure time by calendars, by watches. We measure time by, you know, um, certain historical events and stuff like that and so time is on our side that's where I'm, com- I'm trying to get to time is on our side but the thing is we need to try to figure out how can we maximize our time you know I feel like a lot of people feel like they can't maximize their time and that's why they have the notion to say time is not on our side but you need to realize you're in control of your time all right took me a while to get there but that's where i wanted to to to, um go with this you're in control of your time please go ahead and write it down if you have your notebook with you man by the way please open your bible app or get your bible because i do have some scripture to share with you guys um that goes along with this episode and so yeah time is on our side time is on your side time is on my side okay And also, you are in control of your time. I am in control of my time, okay? Let's pause for a second and just acknowledge the fact that today is January 31st, 2020. Y'all, we have already completed an entire month of this year. Talk about time now. And so, so many of us were saying to ourselves, man, I can't wait for January to come. I can't wait to go ahead and knock out these goals and so forth. But then so many of us, we had that momentum, but then something happened. What happened? You know, like I explained in last week's episode, some of us, we failed to protect our focus. We failed to protect our focus. And one of the ways that we can really maximize our time is by protecting our focus, protecting our focus. 
And I just wanted to share this first scripture with all of you for tonight. And it's coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Okay, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. And then we're going to continue on to verse 4 to 6. And I I really want you to get this. Um, So after we read the scripture, I'm just going to go ahead and expand on it. And just let you guys know what the Lord um, shared with me concerning it and how we can take that scripture and, and, and use it to really help us to use time as a fuel for purpose and to maximize our time to fulfill purpose, okay? And so Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 to 2, and as well as verse 4 to 6 says, There is a time for everything and a reason for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away. And so I want to just to clearly um, just shine light on the first part, all right, um, on the part which says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. And I just want to stop right there. I know, you know, it's very taboo for people to talk about death and dying. A lot of us, we don't really, we don't really want to hear about it. You know, sometimes the only, the only instance like we hear about death is if we are in fact going to a funeral or one of our loved ones passed away and so forth. But it's so important for us to talk about death. Remember what I mentioned in the in the beginning of this episode? You know, death. Can, I don't know if I mentioned it. Sorry, y'all. But um, what I wanted to say about death is that death can actually motivate you to value your time more and to be able to maximize your time more. Although you may not be in control of your very life, because we know that God is in control of our life. Every breath that we take, God is the one that gives us the grace to take. And so we don't know exactly when we will die. The same way we didn't know when we would be born. Like you didn't wake up and said, you, you, didn't, you didn't have a day where you said, oh, I'm going to be born on Monday, February 2nd, 1996, right? No, we had no clue. And that's the same way that we may not have, we don't have no clue, not may, but we don't have no clue when we're going to die. For others, the Lord may speak to them and give them an idea that their time draws near. But at the same time, they don't know the specifics of the timing of their death, okay? And so I said that to say, how much of a responsibility it is for us to to keep watch of our time and to not take our time lightly. For example, sometimes when we have nothing to do, allegedly, right? We have nothing to do. We say, oh, I'm bored. I'm bored. I don't know what to do today. You know, I don't got no work. I'm off. You know, I've finished all my homework. You know, nobody, you know, asks me out. You know, I'm just, I'm just right now bored, have nothing to do. Well, I can watch Netflix, I guess. I could watch a movie. And so we claim that we're bored. And so we're claiming that pretty much when we say that we're bored, we're saying that, well, I don't know what to do with the time that I have right now. I don't know what to do with the time I have available right now. Are you guys seeing where I'm coming with, you know, where I'm heading with this, right? So, 
obviously what we see here in the text is saying that there is a time for everything meaning there is no time to waste there is there is there is no time for you to be saying you are bored even in the moments where you say you are bored there is always something that you could find to do there is always something that you should be seeking out and that's something that you should always be seeking out every hour of the day is your purpose is your purpose is your purpose you know uh manifesting your purpose as i was speaking about it just very lightly on the previous episode is a lifestyle it's not a destination but it's a lifestyle it's something that you need to be doing on a constant basis god created you for purpose with a purpose so you yourself are purpose the very fact that you are alive today you're breathing means that you were created for a purpose you have a purpose and there is a purpose that you need to be to, to be fulfilling and uh one way we can see if you know someone has accomplished their purpose in a way is after their passing right and so for example just talking about kobe right a lot of people saying oh my gosh she was a nba legend he was an amazing man on and off the court they're talking about his talents and his giftings and what he he did with those things right and so a lot of people start to say wow he lived a great life he was a good person you know but he actually did things you know he actually did things that were attached to his purpose but at the same time we need to understand that one of the greatest purpose that we have you know as a christian is to hold the 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 work of Christ to a high standard meaning like you know your purpose is within God when our purpose is within God our purpose is eternal so even if you were to die today your purpose carries on your purpose purpose carries on into eternity you know your purpose remains a a a fresh scent to the lord and it just pleases God when you as his child are pursuing the things of his kingdom you as his child you're you're, you're pursuing the the works of Christ you're you're, you're using your gifts and t- the, your talents to uh, glorify the lord and so sometimes when we find ourselves saying we are bored it's as if we're saying you know what at this point there's no there's no point for me to even be here because i have nothing to do and so what we can learn from Ecclesiastes is that, again, there's a time for everything. There's a time for us to, to rest and there's a time for us to work. So many of us, we have so many great plans for this, this year, right? We have big goals for this year. Maybe last year it was your time of resting. But let me tell you, my sister, this year is your time to get to work. <laughs> this year is the, your time to lift up that hammer and start building, Okay. And so it's important for us to know the seasons that we're in. And the way we could know the seasons that we're in and what we ought to do is, again, by cultivating our relationship with God. You know, before I came into the year 2020, I already had an idea what God expected of me to do for this year. You know, I already had an idea, you know, where God wanted uh, me to go for this year and, and the type of, you know, projects that God wanted to me excuse me, wanted me to work um, and complete this year. I have to tell you the truth, man. 2020 is such an amazing year. I could just feel it. And the reason why is because I remember just um, 10 years ago, 
I myself had an experience, had an encounter with death. And since then, I completely have been awakened and I don't take any time for granted. Uh, I don't I don't take, you know, any moment to say, oh, my gosh, I'm bored. No, you know, I value my time because I know my time has been given to me from God. And so I use the time that I have been given to be able to, you know, minister to you all or to be able to pray for others, to be able to, again, you know, build up my relationship with Jesus and and just to find out what it is that God wants me to do. I just want myself to be available to God. You know, I want you to make yourself available to God this year, literally. I don't know what what one thing has been crossing your mind throughout this this week. But I hope that one of the things that we could all agree on is how time is swift and life is short. How time is swift and life is short. And it's not the time now to be complaining. It's not the time now to say you wish you had this, you wish you had that. No, this is the time for you to be thankful and grateful for what you have. And to use what you have and what you're able to do to be able to better yourself, to be able to help and bless your family, those who are in need, to be able to glorify God and advance his kingdom. And so I just want to go ahead and also um, mention this to you all. You know, don't don't despise the year. You know, you know what I mean by that is don't say, oh, my gosh, there's no way in one year my life to turn around. Don't have that mentality. Don't have that attitude. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and look at the next scripture that I want to share with all of you. I want to go ahead and share this with y'all. Open your Bible page to Psalm 90 verse 12. I'm going to explain to you why it's so important for you to not have that mentality to say, you know, there's no way I could accomplish this this year. There's no way that my whole life could turn around. My whole status could, could, could be changed. Psalm 90 verse 12 says this. So teach us to not, excuse me, not Psalm 90 verse 12. (laughs) I want you guys to turn your Bibles to um, 2 Peter 3, verse 8 to 9. 2 Peter, verse 3. 2 Peter, excuse me, chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. And it says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Now, that entire piece, right, is amazing. But I want for you guys to focus on the first part of of the scripture. I want you guys to focus on the part where it says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. A day is like a thousand years. Let's let's look at that for a moment. A day is like a thousand years. If you want, you could go ahead and write it down. A day is like a thousand years. So that's pretty much giving us a glimpse to the, the, the capability of God, what God is able to do, all right, with time itself. A day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. So a day is like a thousand years. Let's imagine that here a day is a, a time span of a year, okay? It's this year, 2020. I want you guys to get this. Do you know 
within a span, a time span of 1,000 years, how many events have happened? If you could calculate and go back to history, go back in history and count how many things has occurred within a thousand years, that would be what a lot, right? And so here you have in Second Peter verse three to, to nine. Second Peter chapter three again, excuse me, y'all. Um, verse eight to nine is saying here, a day is like a thousand years. You know, I feel strongly what the Lord was saying to me as I was really preparing um, for this episode, is that 2020, this year, I'm not even talking about next year. I'm not even talking about in five years. I'm not even talking about in 10, 15 years. But I want for all of us to focus on this year in particular. This year, 2020, I want you to see it the way that it says it here in the verse. The way that it says it here in, in, in 1 Peter's verse th- um, chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. I want you to see 2020 is a day that's like a thousand years. Meaning, I want you to see this year, whatever it is that you have been believing for, whatever it is that you have been praying for, that you've been getting ready for, know that with the Lord is going to come to pass. Know that with the Lord is able to manifest. And I'm not saying this to get all of us, you know, happy and, you know, and all that. No, but I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Don't despise this year. Don't despise the time that you have. Don't say, well, you know, January is over. And from what happened in January, I could already tell the whole year is going to be horrible. No, just remove those bad negative thoughts from your mind. You know, just continue to speak life to yourself. Speak life to your situations, okay? And really begin to imagine, okay, what the Lord is able to do for you in a year. Don't limit the power of God. Don't limit the grace of God. I've literally seen the Lord change people's life in within one year. I've literally have heard of testimonies, right? I've literally have sat and watched documentary of people just talking about their life story and how in one year God was able to, you know, bless them from being a homeless person to now a multimillionaire. You know, that could happen to you as well. That can happen for you as well. Me, I know that with God, all things are possible. And even if we may not feel sometimes like all things with God are possible, because again, your circumstances are saying something else. The way that your body is, 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 is feeling says something else. The way that you don't have no money in the account says something else. But man, I'm telling you, when I saw that, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. Can you imagine how many things God could cause to manifest in your life within this year of 2020 just begin you know I want you to go ahead like we did last time like we did in the end of 2019 go ahead and look at your list you remember the list look at the list that you you wrote down concerning your goals your dreams what you would love to achieve this year go ahead and look at that list don't doubt God y'all look at that list And I'm telling you, for some of you, God is going to be able to meet everything that you have on that list. But again, but again, it says the Lord with the Lord a day is like a thousand years. So we have to include God in everything. God has to be your first priority. He has to be your number one. God has to be the center of your life. You know, if you could invest in anything, 
this year. Invest it in God. Invest your time in God. Invest your talent in God. Invest your giftings in God. Now we're talking about time, okay? We're talking about how time is a fuel for purpose. We're talking about the importance of protecting our focus. We're talking about, you know, how time is on our side. Time is on our side. God gives time as a gift to us. We have to use our time wisely. You know, I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you. I had to literally um, do some cleanup. <laughs> I had to literally clean up my phone, you know. We have to clean our surroundings. We have to really get ourselves to the space where nothing could contaminate, contaminate our focus. Nothing could get us, you know, out of the zone, you know. And we need to keep reminding ourselves of what God is able to do in our lives. We need to always keep the vision before our eyes. And I know that we've heard it time and time again from a lot of people, but they're not lying, y'all. It's important for you to keep the vision before you. When you don't keep the vision before you, guess what? You do not get convicted to continue to go after the vision. The more you look at the vision, the more you just want to see it manifest. And so sometimes when you're saying, why isn't this happening for me? Why isn't God answering my prayers? Well, are you, are you staying fervent? Are you staying steadfast, you know, and, and, and seeking him in your prayer closet? Are you fervently praying to him? Are you being persistent in prayer? You can't give up so easily. You can't give up on your prayer request so easily. You can't give up on your goal so easily. You have to always go back to your why. You know, you always have to go back to the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And again, that's why we, we, we took a long time talking about the importance of having pure motives, man. If your motive is not pure, if you're doing it all out of the, out of, from your flesh, right? If you're doing it for attention, you're doing it for recognition, you're doing it for the money and all that, guess what? You're not going to be motivated. There's a point even money doesn't motivate some people to keep going. And so we need to make sure we're just cleaning our surroundings. And our surrounding is not just, you know, physical surrounding, but you need to make sure you're cleaning your headspace. You're cleaning your thoughts. You're replacing those negative thoughts with the word of God. You're replacing those negative thoughts and keeping just your vision on board. Keeping your vision before you. Reminding yourself of who you are in Christ. Reminding yourself of what God is able to do in your life. Reminding yourself of what God has already done for you, man. God has done so much things for me, man, that there's nothing, absolutely nothing that can tell me otherwise that God will not be able to do something amazing for me again. Just because God did something amazing for you in the past, that doesn't mean he will never do something amazing for you now. God always does things for his children god always gives good gifts to his children he goes from glory to glory you know our life is to glorify him we are supposed to be his carriers of glory we are supposed to be the ones who testify of his goodness to the world you know don't 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 look at your circumstances i feel like we've been looking at our, our circumstances long enough it's time for us to look at jesus and it's time for us to look at you know the purpose that god has given us and really going after it very hard this year and when i say very hard i'm not saying like oh my gosh you know you have to hustle and you have to block everybody out of your life because it's all about no 
I want you to make sure you're keeping the things of the kingdom for the most part first in your life. So you're keeping God first. After God, you know, you're keeping your purpose second, right? You're keeping, again, after God, you're keeping your family. If you're not yet married, you know, whatever guys you guys know what i'm saying like uh you know you're just focusing on things that matter you're not focusing on things that do not matter the way that we can maximize our time is by us not focusing on things that do not matter it's time for us to focus on what does matter you know a lot of the days that we spent guys we focus on things that is really irrelevant to our purpose And there's no way you're going to be able to have the fuel to pursue your purpose if you're focused on the wrong things. You're not even focusing on things that is related to your purpose. What is related to your purpose? Like, do you even know what's related to your purpose? Do you even know who you're supposed to be partnering with? You know, a lot of us, you know, we we desire to have a a, a spouse and all that. But do you know what you're you're wanting to um, see in your spouse that you know that's connected to your purpose? Like, do you do you realize that your spouse is not only your spouse, but your spouse is supposed to be your purpose partner, your life partner? We need to be asking ourselves this question, you know, what is my purpose and, and what should I be, you know, trying to observe in someone else and say, hey, this may in fact be the one that God has for me because I know his purpose is this and I know my purpose is that. And I know when we come together, we could do great things for the kingdom of God. And so I don't want to stay here for long. I'm trying my best to keep the um, episodes at a minimum because I understand that your time is valuable. (laughs) I understand that, you know, you have a lot of things on your plate. And so I just want to, you know, have these episodes to be an encourager to you as you're pursuing the things of God this year, as you're bettering yourself this year. And, um... I just want you to make sure to see your time as your advantage and that you are in control of your time. Your your time is not in control of you. Get it out of your head. That time is not on your side. Once you have that mentality, you're just already saying, you know what? You know, there's nothing I could do because I don't have enough time. No, you have enough time. I have enough time, but we just need to go ahead and prioritize some things. You know, we just need to focus ourselves focus our mind on the things that are important and whatever that is not important we need to dispose of those things we need to dispose them and throw them away and um yeah use time man use time as your fuel we're heading um to february february is tomorrow um i'm praying that the lord just blow your mind in a good way okay blow your mind in a good way this february um I remember um, someone, I don't remember who exactly, but someone shared that January is a trial year. You know how sometimes you get a service, you know, you try out the service, you you get like a seven-day trial. Well, someone said that January is a trial month. And so don't beat up yourself if January was not like you were expecting it to be. But look at it as a trial month trial and error month and just get back at it man just get back at it in february and say you know what i'm going to make sure that i prioritize my time 
I've got to make sure that um, I see time as an advantage and not a disadvantage. I'm going to make sure I spent my time with the right people. I spent my time in prayer. I spent my time reading the word. I spent my time manifesting my purpose, whatever that looks like. You know, if you, for example, you know you desire to be a doctor, you know you, you want to graduate school, you know what, what needs to be done. You need to be able to start studying. You need to be able to really, you know, Talk to your professors, talk to your mentors, those who are already in the field, you know, just try to figure out different ways where you are always connected with your purpose. You are always connected with your purpose. Let's say you aspire to be a speaker. What are you doing? Are you reading are you reading books that's talking about speaking? Are you um, fellowshipping or um, hanging out with speakers, local speakers? If you want to be a singer, right? Are you are you practicing um, to strengthen your vocal cords? Are you practicing different um, voice techniques and such? Are you uh, you know getting out there and you know performing in different cafes and in different um, you know? festivals and stuff like that so you have to really be creative and you have to spend time to in prayer and say lord you know how can i be living out my purpose now you know and so i hope that you guys got some good nuggets from this episode thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the master single podcast if you enjoyed the episode let me know leave a feedback on apple podcast and remember to subscribe to our podcast and um yeah make sure you rate us on apple itunes or apple Podcasts, and make sure you share this episode or any episode that you have previously heard with your friends with your um, crew and it's always a pleasure to be able to pour into you you're always in my prayers and again make sure to know that with god okay a day is like a thousand years and that means god is able to really change your whole life around within a year and this year is not just it's not even 365 days but it's 366 days and so within 366 days i'm believing that god is going to change everything about you for the better i'm believing that he's going to change your status i'm believing that he's going to change a, your bank account right i know some of you guys are single and you've been faithfully waiting i'm declaring decree that this is the year that god is going to connect you with your um purpose partner with your life partner that god is going to take you from being single to taken um if you are someone who's in school right now and school has been a challenge but you don't want to give up you want to keep on fighting to finishing school strong and getting that degree i'm declaring that you will graduate in jesus name this year and not only will you graduate but you will graduate with honors if you are believing for finances and you have not been receiving any finances right now it's like your negative 11 dollars in the account right now i'm declaring for you right now in the mighty name of jesus that the lord is about to shock you is about to bring you financial resources near and far just believe it believe it believe it and just begin to give god the glory even now thank you so much for tuning in and remember all things are possible with christ jesus it was jlp until next time take care peace out